Welcome to our Rosh Chodesh Thursday. My name is Nahum Siegel, and you are listening to your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
אני מאמין באמונה שלמה, בביאת, בביאת המשיח. אני מאמין באמונה שלמה, בביאת המשיח. באף אבי שיתממה, עם כל זה אחכה לו, אחכה לו. באף אבי שיתממה, עם כל זה
Laila,
In the AM, that's Mordechai Shapiro, couple from him, Achas and Va'al Kulam. The Nigun done by the Solomon Brothers, Eli Begun and uh, Lamala. Sheyava was RJ2. Benny Friedman's Yama, that's brand new, of course. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Special thank you to listener Zev. And based on the app, special, <laughs> special thank you to a bunch of listeners who caught the technical problem that we were having this morning. Um... Let's see, what do we have here? Dr. Moshe, thank you for the warning on the app. Much appreciated. Listener Tikva says, uh, working from home and listening to JM&AM, thank you. Silky, haven't heard from Silky in a while. She says, the music's on. Happy Rosh Chodesh Tammuz. Maybe Zoha see the Geula this month. Dr. Moshe says, better late than never, eh? He's right about that. And Trucker Yitz, he says, is that a trick? Leave the open mic and see how many comments you get on the beloved app. Well, that's pretty funny. I wouldn't say trick, maybe strategy, but trust me, in this case, there was no strategy like that. Uh, a pleasure to say good morning and a happy Rosh Chodesh, and welcome everybody to another edition of JMNAM, even if we did get off to a little bit of a late start. It's the 30th of June, day one in the month of Tammuz. Today, in fact, is Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh Tammuz, um, a day number two, and again, the first day in the month of Tammuz, and um, all the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh, uh, half Hallel, Yalav Yavo, half Hallel, special Torah reading, Musaf Barachinavshin, whatever your custom calls for, after all it is, a Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM in the AM. Just have to write myself a note for a second. Uh... There we go. Uh, what do we got in terms of the weather? We're in Teaneck, New Jersey this morning in our uh, studio in Teaneck with a high today of 89, a mix of clouds and sun clear tonight, low 70. Tomorrow, we're heading into the mid-90s with partly cloudy skies. Wow, I didn't realize that. Mid-90s tomorrow, partly cloudy skies. Mayor Furtick is going to sit in Monday, 4th of July, and uh, looking forward to that. Mayor Furtick's amazing. We get to hear him on uh, on Monday, the 4th of July. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 84. We're at 64 degrees in Teaneck. Up in Guilford, New York, our friends at Camp Missora are um, enjoying 52-degree uh, weather on today, the first full day of camp. Got to get Ari Katz on the air. Find out what's happening up there at Missora. Maybe we should put him on the air tomorrow. Hmm. Uh, see if that works out. Anyway, a um, a good morning, everybody. A good a good Rosh Chodesh, and uh, thanks for joining us here 
at JM in the AM. Um, it, it's Thursday. You know what that means? Full schedule. I want to thank Avrami, who's really putting in some extra hours these days and made sure to get me to schedule early this morning. We'll go through it, of course, a little later on. Um, a, um, a full schedule today. It's Thursday after all. And, oh gosh, I keep writing myself notes not to forget when I back off the air. Um, and, of course, Yossi Zweig with a Thursday live lunch exclusive on the Nahum Single Network coming up between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. in the middle of today. Uh, so make sure to be tuned into uh, that program and, of course, everything else, including the Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbos Show with Mark Zamek. That's at 7 p.m. tonight. Just a lot happening, plenty going on. And I hope that um, you'll be with us all day and all night here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Right after the uh, Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbos Show, by the way, it's Tani Gutterman and Tani Talks Parsha. That's happening um, tonight, starting at about 10 p.m. Eastern Time. So we have a whole bunch of great things on our schedule, and I hope you'll leave it on NSN all through your Thursday. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM.
heart cry Cause life feels so uneasy The reality is harsh But other times I look outside And a bird will catch my eye Or a snowflake on a leaf Or a rainbow in the sky Stop the world for a minute Maybe more Cause there are such nice touches in it I have so much to be grateful for I don't need a reason to sing and dance Just living, breathing and giving thanks For the gifts in my life Why do I do last? Just looking out for the little things And find the biggest joys they bring The more I see, the more I sing Why do I do last? Why do I do last? Oh, how come now? Go on and pass right by When there's a crimson sunset
p.m. in the a.m. Tfilas Haneros from Aishi Tischler, requested by listener Judy Landy. Uh, that was on the NSN app. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, now Home Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Brand new listen line. If you know somebody who listens via actually calling up on their telephone, it's a 716-805-6885, 716-805-6885. Yoni Z had Lanetzach 2.0 and Ahava. Gavriel Pelkovitz had Hodul Hashem and Chazak. And here we are at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. In fact, I think we have Galit Sal in the background, right? Got Galit Sal in the background. Full schedule today. It's Thursday at the NachumSiegel Network. You know what that means. It means literally full schedule with plenty going on all through the day and night. Uh, after JM and the AM, it's Charlie Harari on the topic of Break the Board, discussing Parsha's Korach. Um, Michael Fragan will be joined by award-winning author Dara Horn discussing her novel, People Love Dead Jews. That's coming up at 9.30. Jew in the City Speaks is an encore presentation with Karen Grinzad of J-Screen, Dr. Paul Root-Wolpe, director of the Emory Center for Ethics, discussing... Are Jews a race? Is there a Jewish gene? Oh, boy, we got some complicated topics today. That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach is brand new. Best-selling cookbook author Kim Kushner is her guest, discussing the latest book, The Modern Table, Kosher Recipes for Everyday Gatherings. Uh, Thursday Live Lunch will be conducted by Yossi Zweig from 11 until 1. Throwback Thursday. I want to thank the person who came over to me last night at the Barachov wedding to compliment the fact that we have Throwback Thursday at 1 p.m. on Thursdays. Thank you very much for that. 7 o'clock, the Arab Shabbat Show with Mark Zamek. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Tani Talks Parsha with Tani Gutterman at 10 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. There's a lot going on today here on NSN. Rabbi Nachman Seltzer, the book is called Zera Shimshon Eishas Chayel, the Sefer, the Stories, the Skula, with selections from Sefer Zera Shimshon, the classic Sefer by the 18th century Rav of Shimshon Chaim Nachmani. It's brand new. If you haven't gotten it yet, it's artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio. Artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio. Simple as that. Uh, big discount, and of course, the... Um, uh, big discount, and of course, the free shipping if you use promo code radio. That's the rule. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. The brand new book, Zara Shimshonacious Kyle, by Nachman Seltzer, one hour from now here at JM in the AM. How do you like that? One hour from now, Rabbi Nachman Seltzer. Um. Tomorrow, Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. He's slated to join us for the weekly update here at JM in the AM. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday is next. Happy Rosh Chodesh from JM in the AM. Galay Tzal, Asha Ashtayim, Baulpan, Goni Kohen, Ima Shekorea Akshav. ראש הממשלה היוצא נפתלי בנט ערך חפיפה לראש הממשלה הנכנס יאיר לפיד. כך נשמעו השניים בטקס החילופים המצומצם, בו השתתפו בכירי שתי הלשכות ובני המשפחות. התפקיד המאוד מיוחד הזה והמדינה הזאת היא, היא לא שייכת לאדם אחד, היא שייכת לכל עם ישראל. ואני מעביר לך את המקל השליחים המקודש ואת האחריות על מדינת ישראל. יש לנו חובה שגדולה מאיתנו. ויש לנו מחויבות לעבר, ויש לנו מחויבות לעתיד, הבאנו את העתיד איתנו. 
המערכת הפוליטית נערכת לבחירות. בשעה האחרונה נפגשו יושבת ראש ימינה, איילת שקד וחבר הכנסת ניר אורבך, ודנו על עתידם הפוליטי, מדווח כתבנו יובל שגב. אורבך, שהיה עסוק בימים האחרונים בהליכי פיזור הכנסת בוועדה בראשותו, נועד עם שקד, והוא שוקל לרוץ ברשימה החדשה שהיא מקימה, זאת במקום לקבל את השריון בליכוד שעדיין תלוי באוויר. בנוסף נבחנת האפשרות לריצה של השר יועז הנדל במפלגתה של שקד, דבר שלטענת חלק מחברי הכנסת החרדים, נפגע ברצונם לשתף פעולה עם הרשימה החדשה. מוקדם יותר חבר הכנסת יעקב אשר מיהדות התורה שוחח עם אמיר בר שלום ביומן הצהריים בגלי צה"ל לגבי האפשרות של הקמת ממשלה בראשות יאיר לפיד והבהיר יש בינינו יחסי ידידות ומעבר לזה לא יהיה ומאז הפיזור אישרה הכנסת במסגרת ניקוי השולחן וההסכמות בין הקואליציה לאופוזיציה שורה של חוקים. בין השאר עבר חוק המכר שימנע עלייה חדה במחירי דירות חדשות כתוצאה ממדד המחירים, חוקי הבחירות שמחייבים שקיפות מלאה בתעמולת בחירות, וכן החוק למניעת האלימות בספורט שיאפשר למשטרה לחלק קנסות מנהליים לאוהדים. יושב ראש ההתאחדות אורן חסון התייחס לביקורת שעורר החוק בעושים ספורט בגלי צה"ל. אנחנו בהחלט uh, עבדנו מאוד קשה במהלך כל התקופה האחרונה להוביל לאותו שינוי uh, חקיקה. השאיפה היא שזה יחול כבר uh, עם פתיחת העונה הנוכחית. האיסור על עונשים uh, קולקטיביים זה לא עבר שום uh, חקיקה בנושא הזה. הענישה הקולקטיבית לצערי הרבה אחד הכלים המשמעותיים שקיימים היום גם במקומות הבינלאומיים ואין שום כוונה לשנות את הדבר הזה. נקבע מותה של תינוקת בת ארבעה חודשים שנשכחה ברכב בעיר אלעד, מדווחת כתבתנו לענייני בריאות, טלאור מאירסון. עוברי אורח בעיר אלעד מצאו את התינוקת בת ארבעה חודשים ברכב סגור והזעיקו את כוחות ההצלה. צוותי מגן דוד אדום פינו אותה תוך ביצוע פעולות החייאה לבית החולים שניידר, שם נקבע מותה. צוות בית החולים קורא להורים לפתח הרגלים כדי לא לשכוח ילדים ברכב במטרה למנוע את המקרה הבא. מומחי משרד הבריאות המליצו פה אחד לחסן נגד קורונה ילדים מתחת לגיל חמש. חברי הצוות לטיפול במגפות התכנסו לדיון על אישור החיסונים והסכימו כי החיסון הנוכחי הוא בעל פרופיל בטיחות גבוה. האישור הסופי תלוי במנכ"ל משרד הבריאות, נחמן אש. מזג האוויר רגיל לעונה ולסיום ארבע שנים אחרי שכל המדינה התפללה לשלומו. צביקה פיק חוזר לבמה ואומר לקובי מנדל ולגדי לבנה, אני עם הפנים קדימה. מופע חדש, שנראה אותו עוד חודש. לפני ארבע שנים אני לא יכולתי להגיד מילה, לשיר בסדר. זה כנראה מביא את האנשים לראות מה הוא עושה. רק בריאות, אלה החדשות. Dreaming their hearts 
yet to grow. Imagined it so many times, their dream is a cane, a family of their own. Offered every tear they have, don't know there is to do, but they know they're not in this alone. I know that it's hard to keep waiting, so I'll be here with you, holding your hand, and together our cries Empty, we languish in gallows with only our faith aglow. Our silent hopes and whispered prayers echoing painfully the dream in our hearts yet to grow. Imagined it so many times, Arachamon, who is a king. For that day, a home of our own Offered every tear we have done all there is to do But we know we're not in this
Jam, brand new Shalshelis Jr. with Hodu on a day that we say Hallel, of course. Today is Rosh Chodesh, first day of Tammuz, the second day of Rosh Chodesh Tammuz. A happy Rosh Chodesh, everybody. All the traditional additions uh, to Rosh, uh, all the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh, including half Hallel, Yalaviavo, half Hallel, Borchina. Yalaviavo, half Hallel, special Torah reading, Musaf and Borchina. Thank you. <laughs> I knew I'd get it straight eventually. Um,. So a very, very, uh, a very, very um, happy Rosh Chodesh to all as we continue to uh, broadcast on a Thursday here at JMM. Full schedule today as we keep telling you, including the Arab Shabbat Show with Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, 7 p.m. tonight, including Ussie's Wag between 11 and 1, including a brand new That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach at 10.30 with Kim Kushner and her brand new cookbook. That's happening at 10.30. Miriam Alwalek and Kim Kushner in a brand new edition of That's Life. Lots of great programming all through the day and night. Tani Talks Parsha after the Arab Shabbos show tonight. That's Tani Gutterman at 10 p.m. this evening with Tani Talks Parsha. Uh, she's got a lot going on, to say the least. And I certainly hope you'll uh, be tuned in. Here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Uh, tomorrow on this program, Malcolm Holmline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, will join us with the weekly update tomorrow morning. Uh, that's happening at uh, 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time right here at JM in the a.m. Very sweet, and wherever 
And I, we're two of a kind, like brothers, the very best of friends. Playing all day in the streets of the shtetl, growing from boys into men. We would carry water to all of the shops for only five groschen a pail. But first we'd learn Toyota in our little shul, an hour or two without fail. I'll never forget when the shidduch was read. Papa came up with the news. Madik to my sister, oh, you say. In no time the match was approved. Blessed by the heilig Rebbe himself, a date for the wedding was set. And whoever I met for the next week or two said to me, soon you'll be Tables were set, Henyik baked the sweets, Schneiderman finished the gown. Laughter and joy could be felt in the air, with music and all through the town. strong and after the shoe came down on the glass the pounds full burst out into song Hatzileni, 
in the AM Hatsilani from Zusha single that came out around Purim time Journeys off volume number 5 with My Little Town dedicating that to our uh, good friend Chef Barret Shalshalis Jr. before that with Hodu it's Rosh Chodesh morning after all here at JM in the AM tomorrow Malcolm Holmline Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations will join us for the weekly update 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow Rosh Chodesh Tammuz day number two first day in the month of Tammuz 
here at JM and the AM. Again, a reminder, lots of great programming all day long. Make sure to be tuned in all through the day to NSN, including live lunch with Yossi Zweig at 11 a.m. Eastern time, including Mark Zamek and the Arab Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That's happening tonight at 7. Tani Talks Parsha with Tani Gutterman at 10 p.m. tonight. Plenty going on. I hope you'll be joining us all through the day and night here at uh, the Nahum Siegel Network. By the way, the Arab, the Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbos show, that's on tonight at 7 and then tomorrow morning at 3 a.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Plus, we have a brand new Naomi Nachman show tomorrow, table for two at 9 a.m. right after JM in the a.m. So plenty happening, lots going on. Make sure to be tuned in. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Chazal tell us that a person has a power to influence in the way that they say things. What a person says does not return empty-handed. The Sefer Makar Baruch relates that there was a certain young man who was very ill. His whole family was concerned. The Avrech himself did not seem that concerned. He said that when he was a small boy, he accidentally stepped on the Vilna Goin's tzitzitz. The Vilna Goin said to him, Have a long life, little boy, but just get off my tzitzitz. So I'm sure that his promise of long life is going to be fulfilled. Similarly, the Sefer Gan Hadassim writes that there was a young man who wanted to speak to the Vilna Goin. The Vilna Goin was so deeply engrossed in his learning that he didn't notice him. The Avrik speculated that perhaps the Vilna Gon was angry at him. When the Goin heard about it, he said, Chas v'shalom, God forbid, he should live a hundred years. Why does he think that I'm angry at him? The Avrik became sick at the age of 98. His grandchildren wanted to rush him to a doctor. He told them that they should be calm because the Vilna Gon had promised him a hundred and the hundred it would be. How does a person have such a power with their mouth? The answer is, a person has to make sure that emanating from their mouth are only clean words, words that are not Lashon Hara, words that are truthful, words that are not Sheker, words that are not Nivopeh. The Imre Emes was once asked, what should a person do to ensure that things will be good. He answered that he should be careful never to utter any word that was loitova, that was not good. We learn in the Seches Psachim, Uch Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, it says Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said, Do Amar la'olam al adam A person should never utter a word that is not proper from their mouth. Because the Pasuk adds on eight letters in order not to have something that was not considered to be proper. From the Behema, from the animal Hatahoira, and from the animal that is not pure. It does not say the animal that is impure or tamea. In today's world, where there are so many different types of lashonas that are used, where many 
are not careful with their language in the outside world. We, B'nai Yisrael, have to be the Mamleches Kohanim V'goy Kadosh, the holy nation that speaks with purity and holiness. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. כשהגיעו זמנים שהיו לנו מרים, ולא יכולנו לרבות זימוננו, ביקשנו עצות לחיים טובים, להמתיק איתן כל הבנותינו, והאמונה שאירה דרכנו עוד אינה נושבת, ועד עולם תמשיך גם אליתי מרגיש שהנה עוד רגע.
JM in the AM with Benny Landau and uh, Kedem. That's the name of that one here on a JM in the AM Thursday morning, Rosh Chodesh morning. Don't forget all the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh. It is the second day of Rosh Chodesh Tammuz. So Rosh Chodesh Av, I guess, will be on a Friday, right? Yeah. Rosh Chodesh Av is going to be on a Friday. It means the nine days will begin late Thursday night. Uh, this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, or reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net. Try A&H today. And it's grilling season and a serious grilling season. I just mentioned the nine days, right? So we have we have the Sunday after Rosh Chodesh. We have Sunday Tisha B'Av, Sunday Shavasubat all non-grilling days. Um, yeah, so, you know, make the most out of this 4th of July weekend. Get into serious grilling season and make sure. Oh, I was in a supermarket last night, by the way. Mazel Tov to Yosef and Shandy. The um, Baruch family celebrated last night. I was with the Aaron Teitelbaum Orchestra. And um, <laughs> on the way out, after I finished my job there, I went to Evergreen in Lakewood. My God, what a display of A&H products. I should have taken a picture and sent it to Seth Levitt. What a display of A&H. My gosh. Every product you could imagine, and they all look so delicious. Uh, yeah, of course I loaded up. Anyway, so... Um, What's my point? My point is make sure you have plenty of uh, all the varieties of hot dogs of Franks in your freezer and in your fridge so you're ready for grilling season this uh, 4th of July weekend and uh, anytime. Speaking of 4th of July, Mayor Ferdig is going to be sitting in on Monday, and I thank him in advance. Thank you, Mayor. Um, Rabbi Nachman Seltzer coming up. Artscroll.com is the uh, website. Order the brand new book, Zera Shimshon Ashes Chayel. And... Um, when you order the brand new book, make sure to use promo code radio. Always use promo code radio at artsgirl.com. Major discount and free shipping. Simple as that. That's how it works. Major discount, free shipping at artsgirl.com when you use promo code radio. JM in the AM with Moshe Auslander. Peace. 
He was traveling alone He said he came from Vilna A survivor, I could tell I helped him with his suitcase He could not walk very well A steward gave us coffee As we settled on the plane Asked him why he bothers At his age there'd be no blame No simchai, 
Journey classic done by uh, the Lemmer Brothers, Man from Vilna. You may remember that from about half a year ago with our friends from Amudim when they put together all that incredible programming that was part of it. Uh, Maishi Auslander with Shuvu running before that here at JM and the AM. Everybody, Nachman Seltzer is going to join us. The brand new Zara Shimshonacious Kyle is out. Artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Simple as that. Artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Uh, ooh, no comments this hour yet. Interesting. How do you like that? <laughs> I guess people are simply just satisfied with our programming, which includes the Arab Shabbos show tonight with Mark Zomek. Starts at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure to be tuned in. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Tani Talks Parsha after that with Tani Gutterman. At uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, it's Jesse Zweig, a Thursday live lunch. Brand new That's Life with Mary Mel Wallach. That's at 10.30 this morning with Kim Kushner and her brand new cookbook. That's happening at 10.30 this morning here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Plenty more coming up. It's eighth day at JM in the AM. On a
must align For everything there is a time So let's find on from the unfind A little bit of fun is fine Heart and soul they must align Together this one time Let's find the unfind It's a hit song Not every swing is a home run Here's what you gotta know before we get started You win some, you lose some There's pretty, there's gruesome There's lows and there's highs Hellos and goodbyes Win some, you lose some There's pretty, there's gruesome There's ups and there's downs But don't turn around If you hear me singing this song You know that I'm trying All I've got's this promise to keep fighting I don't have a pretty picture trophy smile The highest, highest to try. You win some, you lose some. There's pretty, there's gruesome. There's lows and there's highs. Hellos and goodbyes. You win some, you lose some. There's pretty, there's gruesome. There's ups and there's downs. But don't turn around. If I hear you singing this song, I know that you're trying. Promise to keep fighting. You don't need a pretty picture trophy smiling. If I hear you singing this song, I know that you're trying. I'm 
don't need your home run. The only way to win is to have fun. With humble eyes, look to the sky. The highest, highest to try. We heard from Eighth Day, Una Messer and Loa Lecha. There's a reason why we're playing this song in America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Aishas Chayel from Regesh, volume number seven. Why? Well, if you've been listening to how we've been promoting our uh, third-hour guest this morning here at JM&AM, I think you know the answer. 
Rabbi Nachman Seltzer is with us live via telephone. The brand new book is Zera Shimshon Ashes Chayel. Rabbi Seltzer, of course, is the author of 40 books, 29 of, of, of which of the images appear on the back of this brand new one, which is unbelievable. Um, he is a popular international speaker. He is uh, teaching in numerous post-high school programs for American students in Israel. He is the author of uh, 40 books, and the brand new one is called Zera Shimshon Ashes Chayel, the Sefer, the Stories, the Skula, with selections from Sefer Zera Shimshon, the classic Sefer by the 18th century rubber of Shimshon Chaim Nachmani. Rabbi Nachman Seltzer, as usual, a pleasure and honor to welcome you to JM in the AM. And it's a pleasure and an honor to be back with you. I appreciate that very much. Uh, I mean, this is amazing. Uh, we got we on, for this conversation. We have to start a little bit more from scratch than we usually do. Um, first, you have to tell the audience what is Zara Shimshon. That's a good question. So by now, I think the audience really should know because like thirty thousand people bought the first two. Uh, sorry. So the audience, I'm sure a lot of the audience knows. At art school, we partnered. I was like, I merited to make a shidduch between art school and Zara Simpson people right. so that they could actually translate the entire safer that 10 volume set word for word like to do with the shas. So Zara Simpson really has become a, a household phenomenon all over the world. And many, many people tell me they learn it every Friday night, Shabbos morning, they take my book, which is in English. But it all started back in 2007, I think, when a Friday night I was outside of Shul or Mount Shemesh, a friend of mine told me a story about his father-in-law was sick, and uh, a man who runs the farm store in Manchester recommends that he learn this safe as their Shemesh. He said it's a segula, like it is their Shemesh writes. Those who learn my Torah will see children, and children's children at home is filled with everything good and wealth and honor. That's what he writes in his introduction to Zer Shimshon. So the farm seller recommended to this man to, to buy the safe and learn it. And he did. And Baruch Hashem, he, he, there was a tremendous Yeshua. And so I wrote the story in Amadiya, and I never dreamed, you know, what was going to happen. <laughs> From all over the world, people are reaching out to me like, where do we get the safe Now, it turns out the safe was out of print. It was very hard to get. You found a few dusty copies on some, some, some shelves, you know, here and there, but it was out of print. And, but eventually this led to the safer being reprinted. Rabbi Yom Atashkiz was a big key player here from Williamsburg, and Rabbi Shlomo Zilberberg and Bechemesh, and they really went, they went all out. They pushed that safer and they reprinted it, and then they came to me and they said, could you write another, Rabbi Benjamin, uh, you know, Paschkiz came and said, could you write an article in English about the different stories that came about the people learned their assumption, and I did, and then I wrote another follow-up piece. And then they came to me and they said, could you write a safer in English? And I was like, oh, that's a big project. And it bothered me for a few years until I gave in. And eventually that was the first one. It was like 650 pages. It had pieces of Torah translated on every parasha with stories and stories of people who learned their assumption and saw Yeshua. And, that, and then we did another one. And Baruch Hashem, today, it's a huge, huge thing. Baruch Hashem. And now we just came out with... I love this because it's so beautiful. It's, it's such a special thing. The Zereshims wrote a parish on, on Ashes Chayel, and Pastor told us, and, and it was put out by the Zereshims Foundation in a separate place. I took that, I translated that, and you have it with all the stories, the same format, but it's just about Ashes Chayel. It's a really beautiful safe. Any person who wants to give his wife a meaningful gift 
You know, diamonds is nice, but the Zerah Shem Shatayra, oh, that's I, a whole different level. I, I think after reading it that it may be better for the husbands than the wives, but okay. <laughs> but, okay. Well, if it's better for the husband, then it's good for the wife. What does the wife want more than anything? A hundred percent. We're recommending it to everybody of all backgrounds, both male and female. How do you like that? Uh, Rabbi Nachman Seltzer. I, Nachum, I don't hear you so well. Is there any way we could make the connection a little better? Oh, wow. Well, I'll try my best. Is this any better? A little better, yeah. Um, what is yeah. the what is the best English translation of Segula? Segula? Yeah. What, what would you call a Segula in English? I'm having it's not an amulet because that would be. A, I'm having trouble. I'm, I'm trying, especially for those in the audience who seriously have not, you know, are not familiar with the word. A, a skula, would it be a merit that if you do something, it is a skula, you will merit something, or there's a a, a guarantee of something? Would that be the, the best way we it's could not do it? a guarantee. I wouldn't call it a guarantee. I would call it like a recommendation, a spiritual recommendation, which has seen success. That if you follow this, there's a good chance Something good is going to happen to you. I like that spiritual recommendation. Now, now, frankly, um, and, and and I'm not trying to be you know the cynic out there, especially when it comes to schoolers. I'm trying to you know get to the get to the bottom of this. There are so many. I mean, if you look in Jewish history, there are many suggestions. If you visit here, if you do this, if you learn this, if you follow my this, then you will you know then you're guaranteed again or close to guaranteed that you'll have success in the area of having children, Parnassa, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? It's not, it's not a, a, an unusual formula in Jewish history. How is it that the, the Zerah Shimshon has gotten to this point where people literally, again, not a criticism, uh, but, but people literally feel that if they pick up the Safer and make it a part of their regular routine, they're going to have great success in whatever it is that they're praying for or hoping for. Uh, I need a short answer. I'll give you a long answer or a short answer. The short answer is because it actually happens. It, it works. Yeah, but there are people, including some Torah giants, who might recommend that what, when the person goes ahead and turns their attention to more Torah study in general or more prayer in general, that, that's really what becomes the impetus for God answering you know, their prayers the way they want. How is it that, the, that this specific Sefer, that we rely on the, on, the, on the suggestion and the words of this specific author to, you know, in fact— be a real schooler. I know I'm asking you, I'm asking you, it sounds like I'm asking you for a proof <laughs> that, this, that this works and it specifically works for this reason. But you have to admit, when it comes to Zerah Shimshon, as has been the case in other aspects of schoolers, of, of, of making an attempt to, uh, uh, to fulfill one's wishes and one's prayers, it's gotten to a different level than simply, you know, some of the other things that people do in order to make something happen. Right. So you're bringing up a real point. I'll, 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 I'll um, you know, take it a little further. The truth is, when we, by the first Safer that came out, we, we really were struggling with this because Art School and myself, I'm not a pusher of Segulas in general. Uh, that's, the, that's the bottom line. You won't find me. I, I never walk around like in my books. You don't find me pushing Segulas in general. Yeah, but you're, not sending, case, you're not sending people to Amuka, huh? No, no, it's not. It's not. Listen, I, you know, I don't write. I don't even write those kind of stories. Really, I don't look for that. I'm much more of a practical kind of person myself. But in this particular, in this, how did we we, we presented it like this? 
we spoke about this a lot, Archka, and, and the idea is that basically here's a Talmud Chacham who died without children. He had a son, and the son passed away in his lifetime. And he wrote two Svarim, Zera Shimshin, right, which are the children of Shimshin, and right. Tolda Shimshin. Again, another uh, meaning, and he's basically saying to Kaiso, I don't have children to carry on my name. I have my Svarim on my children. Will you please do me a favor, a really chesed shal emes in a sense, and learn my Torah so that I have merit the Shemayim because I don't have children to do this. And in return, I will do my best to give you what you need. So I say like this, don't learn it for the school. Don't do that. Learn it because it's good Torah. Learn it because a great rabbi and scholar asked you to do him a favor. And if the segula works, great, why not? But don't, that shouldn't be the reason that you're learning the safe. You learn the safe because if you learn it, you'll see the Torah is wonderful. People, as my editor likes to say, Jimmy Zakon, she likes to say they come for the segula and they stay for the Torah. <laughs> That's great. Phenomenal approach. Now, I want to tell Rabbi, you something. Uh, yeah. you know, a person came to my door not long ago, one of the people collected duck, and he, says, he starts crying to me that his son was, it was very, very dangerous situation, and, and he was really scared. He was waiting for the, the, the trunk of test, and they're very, very scared that they, they saw things in his, in his bone marrow, and they were very, very scared, and they're waiting for now for the, the results of other big tests, and he was, he was crying. He was literally, Malcolm, he was crying. Yeah, who me. wouldn't be? Right? And, I, and I felt very bad for him, right. and I said, listen, I, you know, I, I gave him a donation, and I said, listen, I wanted, I'm going to give you something now. Did you ever hear of the Safe of the And he heard of it, and I said, yeah, I took off my shelf one of the volumes of, of the parish that we were at, I said, I want you to start learning the Safer. This happened to me a few months ago. Uh, you know, not to someone else. I want you to learn the Safer. Take it home, learn the Safer, learn it twice a week. And he said, okay. He called me up a few weeks ago, and he said he was, he was like shining through the phone line. He's like, I have to tell you that the test came back, and my son is completely healed against all odds, he said. We're, we're over the moon with happiness, because it was a miracle. He told me, it's my wish a miracle. My son is completely healed. The test came back completely clear. This happened to me just a few weeks ago. I, I can just tell you, I didn't even put it in the safer because it was already written. Wow. I hear you. I, I, I think you have the right approach, and... Um... And uh, it's not a bad idea to encourage people to, you know, to, to take a, on a course of study in anything having to do with Torah. And this is certainly well worth it. Rabbi Nachman Seltzer is with us. Zerah Shimshon Before we get into the uh, heart of the book and I ask you about some of the psukim that are analyzed. Um, do, do you, isn't there something refreshing, maybe not the right word, but you're an author. You're somebody who, you know, I'm sure not only writes, but reads books and svarim as well. And there's there are always traditional traditional roots when it comes to uh, uh, R O U T E S when it comes to um, uh, Svarim books etc. Obviously, Parsha of the week is one you know very traditional root, and there are many many uh, books about Parshas, uh, different Parshios. I mean, Haggadah Shal Pesach. Obviously, there are people with uh, who, who don't have large Svarim collections who have hundreds of Haggadahs, but. There's certain parts of our tradition that seem to not get that type of attention. And I would argue that some of these Zmiros, Ashes Chayel, and other things that we do on a regular basis, right? Just like the Parsha of the Week, we're saying Ashes Chayel every week as well, do not get that attention. Now it seems that, that more and more 
uh, these types of what more what, what some people would call obscure aspects of our tradition are in fact getting the same attention in terms of interpretation, explanation, etc. I think Zmiros and Asha Schuyler are a good example of that. Did are you feeling, or is it just a coincidence that 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 now more and more people are paying attention to these types of uh, of, of parts of our tradition? I think you just stumbled onto the truth, and I think that there is that that you know that the, we've just run out of things to write about. <laughs> so now we're looking, huh? We're looking and searching for things to analyze. We're like, okay, what are we going to next over here? They wrote the Rambam, the Rambam, the Shacharach, the Ibn Ezra. You know, it's all been done. What am I going to do? How am I going to leave my mark on the Jewish literary world? Okay, here I come. What am I going to do? You know, so at some point, it's like there's so many people today writing for him. Everything's going to get worked on. Right. But I think it's an even larger point that these, this is, these, these are things that we say on a regular basis. I think the comparison, frankly, to Parsha Shavua is somewhat of a valid comparison. We are, these, these are things that we don't only say on a regular basis. We're saying it with everybody in our family, at the Shabbos table, men and women. You know, like it's, 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 it's a completely immersive family experience on a regular basis. And it seems that over the years, it may have gotten less attention than other areas. I just think it's interesting. Well, there's an answer for that. And the reason is, if you look at the words, a lot of times, the things which are more esoteric, they're hard to understand, they're poetry, and it takes a lot of work. So the average person, he says, oh, what am I going to write a safer on? So Chumash, I grew up with, I know Chumash, you can learn Chumash as a five-year-old, you can learn Chumash as a nine-year-old. So let me, let me put in my tradition when it comes to Chumash, which is why, at the end of the day, when a person writes a safer on Chumash, it's hard to sell it because there's so many farm out there. On the other hand, it's also hard to tell a safer if the, if the niche of the safer is very small. But, but the reason why people naturally turn to Chumash is because they understand it on, much, on, a, much, on a much simpler level. Understand it. They're starting from a place where they don't have to first put in a tremendous amount of time to understand what the author is saying. Imagine you wrote a, a safer on Tiyutim or Yoytroy. Right. Right. You don't Good. understand what the right. person's saying. Right. What is Rabbi Lezar Khalil saying? You have to start putting aside months of work just to understand what the author right. means. That's why, uh, that's why you have to admire those who write about kinnis and slichus and, as you say, piyutim, etc., etc. Good point. It's a very good point. Yeah, um, I admire them. Yeah, but I you can... know, no, it goes against, I wouldn't do that. I'll tell, I'll tell you why. My philosophy is, when it comes to writing books, I, look, I write books that I feel are going are to be the, the mass audience is going to right. want to read it. Right, that's why... I try that, to reach as many people as possible. That's why you have 40 of them. <laughs> because of that philosophy, frankly. It's it's certainly one of the aspects. Mo, but I get what you're saying 100%. Right, Nachman Seltzer's with us. Did you feel it, by the way, when you were doing Aishas Chayel, right? When you're when you're spending your days and nights immersed in Aishas Chayel, did, did you get that feeling that you're exploring avenues that, that were not nearly explored as often by others in the past? Yes, 100%. And I tell you, I, like, like you said, and it's a shame because, you know, at the end of the day, this is a, a pillar. This should be a pillar of Jewish literature because what's more important than our lives? Yeah, 100%. I get it. It's a song we sing every Friday night to glorify the Jewish woman. Yep. The Jewish woman is the house, the home, Umar says. Our wives are our home. We, we want to thank them for everything they do. Our wives are our best friend. I dedicated the book to my wife, actually, if you, read, if you open it up. Yeah, so Bottom that, line is yeah. that this is about our wives. We want to this is a beautiful parish 
And if you read it, you'll see the Zer Shimshin. It's as if we wrote it today almost. It's very relevant yeah. to today. He talks about business. He talks about real estate. He talks about, like, uh, you know, what women do today. Not like when they used to not be working. He, it's very interesting how he taps into modern day, you know, flight attendants. Nothing. <laughs> you know it. what I mean? Yes. <laughs> those who have those who have 2022 jobs. I get it. <laughs> it's very interesting. He told my real estate. He wrote this 250 years ago, and he's talking about a woman who's in real estate. And what should she do if she's very successful? Should she continue? How should they invest the money? And if the man and the wife have a disagreement, how to invest the money? He's really giving a lot of respect to the woman. And he's, he's saying, you listen to your wife. She's very smart. Don't think you're the business mind, and she's not. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, you know, it, it goes through every step of Mrs. Kyle to another part of the house. Yeah. It, as if he wrote it. In 2022, it's just interesting because you have to observe. And now, you know, I've gotten to a certain age where I think I can safely make this observation. You know, those of us, those of us men who consider ourselves, you know, decent husbands, good fathers, etc., and obviously paying a lot of attention to our children, etc. No matter how hard we work at it, and no matter how successful we are at it, the 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 tradition, the heritage of the Jewish home and the next generation, it all stems from the uh, from the Aishas Chayil. It all stems from the from the Jewish wife and mother, and uh, it, it, and it's those efforts that have to be lauded. It's you know it's 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 not just um, lip service when we say she's the queen or she's the key or she's the central part or she's the uh, you know the, the the main reason why there's a Jewish future in the home. It, you know I think we men could work as hard as possible without that solid, incredible input of the uh, of the wife and mother. It's we, we would not be celebrating the same type of Jewish continuity. That's, there's no question. I would yeah. not say I would think it should be Torah Savicha. It's a Torah Simach. That means the woman's giving the Torah to the children. Yeah. It's a very interesting thing. You would think it's the opposite. I tell my students all the time, it's like, you know, I tell like, who's more important to a child, a mother or a father? Of course, a father's important. You know, daddy's girl, right? You have your daughter's yeah. and daddy's girl, right? Yeah. And that's for sure. But a house without a mother, and they all they always say to me, they all admit, like, the mother, the mother is more important. Again, there's a certain set, yeah. a certain level. Of course, of course, we need both. But there's something about the mother that you, and that's why it's sad to me today in our world, where we could think of, you know, children being raised without a mother, it's, it makes me sad because a child missing something integral to, to, to life. Yep, 100%. All right, we can't do every single pasuk. We can't do every single passage of Zereshimshon and Eishes Chayel, but there are a couple that I want to... I mean, those who've heard me before speak about Eishes Chayel on the air know that there's one specific pasuk because of a a special connection to it that I have through my father uh, that I always love to analyze and always like to discuss, and that's Oz Vahadar Levushav Atishchak Liyamachron. Strength and majesty are her garments. She joyfully awaits the last day. I've I've mentioned on the air many times that my father more to the interpretation that she laughs regarding the final days and some people who, who speak about Aisha Chayel bring that up and others do not I was so happy to see that you actually have in the book a reference to just that and the story that you tell in regard to that is just remarkable can you Rabbi Seltzer just expound a drop on that Pasuk for us so I'll, I'll go into what you said about you know, yep. who's laughing now. That's the second part of the pasuk. Yep. She she joyfully awaits the last day. And as Aristotle explains this, and it's a really beautiful thing. He says that in this world, the Eitz Chayel has a certain amount of suffering. 
Because at the end, because for sure, back in time, and even today, at a certain level, she's under the authority of a father, and she's also under the authority of a husband, right? Halakhically, her money belongs to her husband. Right. But also because, for sure, in the past, women were definitely under the authority of the father and the husband. And she also suffers, he says, because she's not obligated in all the mitzvahs, right? Yep. And that her primary reward comes from the fact that she has a partner who is obligated to keep all the mitzvahs. Right. But then he says... Let's understand this. That's just in this world, in Olam Azir. Well, what happens after she passes on? After she passes on, the Eishas Chayel has the last laugh. Why? Because she will not come down as a Gilgal. I tell this to my students a lot. Men come back as Gilgal, according to Kabbalah. Men are the primary people who come back as Gilgalim, being reincarnated, but women not. And the reason men find themselves being sent back to this world again and again is because they're obligated all the mitzvahs. And if they don't do it properly, they get it, if they get it wrong, they're sent back again. So while she may be sad in all the mazer, because maybe she's not obligated all the mitzvahs, and she's under other people's authority, she has the last laugh in all the mazer. Because then she comes to the end of her journey. She receives her reward. She doesn't have to come back down to the world in a gilgo. For the Aishas Chayil, the final day is the final day. She finishes her job. She doesn't have to come back. She goes to her, to her final resting, resting place. And this is all brought down in Sefer al-Gugul, written by Al-Khayyad Vital. And this is the Zerashim should bring down to understand what it means to laugh. When do you laugh? You laugh, you're happy. Why are you happy? Because you don't have to come back. Your journey's over. Of course, she's, she's very happy. And, and for us, Nachum, you know, we're coming back down again. We, we have to get it right again. And Nachman says, when you come to Shemayim after 120, you have to insist not to come down as a Gilgal. And it looks very good because nobody wants to go to Adam so they give you a chance. You want to come back as a Gilgal, you say, you know what, I'm going to go with the Gilgal. He says, don't do that. It's, much, it's a big, big, big sakana to come as a Gilgal because you don't know what's, what your life is going to be next time. So you, but the woman doesn't have to get into that. She doesn't have to make that choice. Because she didn't have to do those mitzvahs, therefore she had she gets the schar of all mitzvahs, and now she can have that last lap as she goes nikanadin. I, I I think it's brilliant. I think it's absolutely brilliant. And the uh, the fear that one has about the final days, the fact that she, as a woman, can laugh about the final days is just unbelievable. I think it's hard, frankly, for us men to even understand it. But I think you've given a good perspective that uh, that the, 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 the fear that one has, especially when one is obligated in the mitzvot and wants to be as perfect as possible or as close to perfect as possible in that area, um, she has a different role or a, a slightly different role. And, uh, and when it comes to, again, those final days, she has the ability, uh, or the right, uh, to look at it with more joy and more laughter than the men do. I, I think it's just absolutely brilliant. By the way, can you tell, can you, t- I think it's in that chapter. Can you tell the uh, January jolt story, which I wasn't even familiar with this. I, I think it's such a, I think it's such an inspiring tale about, you know, the potential that we have and the regrets that one could have, God forbid. Nachum, you ask, I say, okay? <laughs> okay, so there's a store in Lakewood called Judaica Plaza, and they came up with a great marketing idea, because during the month of January, there's not a lot of business, because uh, I guess people are home. It's yeah, cold outside. and it's post-Hanukkah. Post so they a great idea. Right. You know, for Nachum Siegel, every day is a great day, because everyone listens to Nachum Siegel every day, because they don't have to leave their house. You know, they're the ones in their car, they're the ones that are asking, oh, listen to But, you know, if you have a store, you got to bring people to your store. So what right. do you do? So they sent out a scratch-off card, 
and the scratch-off card has a certain a discount ranging from 10% to 100% of the purchase you made that day. And you only find out what discount you're going to get when you ring up the purchases. Now, you might be lucky. You might end up getting, you might end up buying chosen shots because you got a great discount, but you might get a 10% discount. So it's like the luck of the draw. Some people get a 50% discount, some people get a 50% discount, and some people, not very often, but once in a while, Jadeka Plaza gives a person a 100% discount. So what happened? This guy tells me I had to go buy some things, and I figured I'm going to go there in January because I'll, you know, hopefully I'll get a good discount. Right. Now, when I got to the store, he said, I find out the song I was looking for, they, they were out of them, but I had to make some other purchases. And when I rank on my purchases... The, the, the cashier is so pumped, and the cashier tells me, you have a 100% discount. Everybody starts clapping, <laughs> and um, now it happens to be that the, the store has a $500 limit in place for that reason. Right. And, but, and my Billy said I was at $146. Now, instead of being happy, I, very human-like, suddenly <laughs> got that you could have gotten more of Mr. Boat feeling. Yep. Yep. And it ate me up, he says. Yep. Right? How could it be I was bothered I, I, that, that I missed this thing? I felt like I chose the lottery lottery numbers for a ticket and chased it the last second. Yep. Uh, I could have got a billion dollars instead. Of, you know, so he was very upset about it. <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> it's very funny, you know? Now, Lamaha Dover Dome, to what is this compared? Yeah. You wrote so it. He says. Yeah, go ahead. Right. So he said, when he comes to Shemayim after 120 years, they show us all the missions we could have done, yeah. all the Torah we could have learned, yeah. all the chutzim we could have had, and the tickets already been swiped. There's no going back. There's nothing to do. Can you imagine uh, uh, the mental anguish of our neshamas uh, when they realize what they missed? Oh, uh, I'll tell you. So the guy said, I hope by sharing my story with you, if you tell everyone, right in my realization, can wake us up to become better years in our, in our personal lives, because you don't want to miss that. We don't want to get there to the, to the final cashier over there, the big day, and the big cashier swipes our ticket and says, <laughs> you know, and that's what I always say. Like, you know, imagine I would have been a lawyer, Nachum. Yep. And I would have come up to Shemaya and would have said to me, what, what, what do you mean a lawyer? What about Incredible? What about Living Legend? What about Sarah Simpson? What about the Redison? Dude, you were in the wrong job. You have no idea the pachad that I have. You have no idea how, how gripping this is. Just the thought of what you're saying, I'm telling you, it's just unbelievable. And the more schusim or the more mitzvahs we do, by the way, remember, the more the woman can joyfully look at her final days. Uh, so that, and that, I do want to tell you, Malcolm, just to make you feel a little better, okay? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. I think that I send, send everybody the opportunities that are right for them. So if you're what you are, you're like, you know, the best radio show host and MC and media personality, that is clearly what Hashem wanted of you because he keeps on sending you those type of opportunities. And so obviously you're doing what's on Hashem. This is what he wants. He wants you to spread Torah and chesed and, and, and happy optimism to Jewish people. That's what he wants from you. So you really are great. I say, you know, in Shemayim, they probably need, you know, people to do this. You know, radio Heaven also needs people up there Say, you know, you'll listen to J.M. and the A.M. up at Shemayim this morning, the Malachim, you know, we need that also. Clearly, Hashem, you're doing what Hashem wants. I appreciate that very much. 
Let's hope he uh, allows me to do it for a lot longer. <laughs> and that, and that'll Amen. Be... 120. This 120. Um, Amen. And then we'll be concerned about There's a lot of simchas along the way. Amen. A lot of Amen. Amen. Uh, we go to uh, Noda Bashar Imbala. I never even thought of this. So you know, I say this every week, and again, as you heard me say, there's a certain connection I feel to Hashem's Chayil in general, and some of its passages. But I never thought of this one. No, the Bashar Bala, her husband is known in the councils. It's written here, Beshifto Imziknaritz, when he sits with the elders of the land. I mean, you indicate here, and I assume it's Zera Shimshon actually who's asking the question uh, that that it's a little bit of an unusual reference. Um, why the word Aretz? Couldn't the Aishas Hiles husband sit and learn Torah with this Canaan anywhere in the world? And the second question you write here on page 157, why is her husband being known in the councils contingent on the idea of sitting with Zikne Aretz? Could you expound on that one for us a drop? Yeah, sure, sure. So he quotes a Pasuk and he brings a Gemara in Yuma with a Pasuk from Tehillim. Yeret Hashem The fear of Hashem is pure and enduring forever. And he says, Abnechunya, what is it? In the Gemara, it says that Echanina explains the plastic is referred to a person who studies Torah in Tahara, in purity. If you study Torah in Tahara, a person is able to make the Torah very familiar to him, and he won't forget it. It's a, it's a I would say, a Segulanachim. To, to, to not forget your Torah is to learn it in purity. And how does a person come to learn Torah in purity? And here's where the wife comes in, to getting married, learning Torah. Once he's married, he has pure thoughts, and his Torah is much steadier. Right. And the Gemara discusses the question, what do you do? Marriage first or learning first? Right. And uh, Rabbi Huda said, name a small match marry and then learn Torah. And Rabbi Huda doesn't understand this. He says, how is, here's getting married, you can learn Torah and purity, but how's he get able to learn? Now he has to take care of his family, he has to be his financial obligation. And then the Gemara explains it depends where the Chassam lives, that people who live in Arthur they conduct themselves one way, and people who live in Bavel do things another way. And Rashi explained that people who live in Bavel would travel from their homes to go study Torah and Israel, kind of what is still done today. And since they are away from their homes, and their wives move back into their parents' home, they don't have financial responsibility, so they can get married and go learn Torah with a pure mind, and they don't have to worry about money. But the people living in Israel are learning closer to home, and the moment they marry... So they have this brand new financial responsibility, and now they have to study first and then get married. Right. So let's go back to our original question. Yep. Hey, Kyle brings her own jewelry. She does, she does well. She makes money. She buys her own jewelry. Like she says in the pasuk, she made herself bedspreads. Just like she makes her own bedspreads, she makes her own jewelry. She doesn't say to her husband, I want you to go out and buy me and make sure you get me diamonds, even though, according to the Ksuba, he needs to get her jewelry. But the Hesus Kyle, and this is... The Zerushim's respect for the Eishes Chayel is beautiful. It comes out every page. He says the Eishes Chayel is so self-sufficient and so undemanding that he, she wants, what does she want? She wants her husband to marry and learn Torah with a clear mind. That's what she wants. And when a person learns Torah in a pure manner, it remains with him forever. And he will be known in the councils. That goes back to the first question that right. you asked. Yep. He's known in the councils, and that's no matter where he lives. If a person is a big time of everyone in the world knows the Moshe Feinstein was the Godladar in America, but at Eretzisrael, they respected him no less. Rebel Yasser was the place of Godar at Eretzisrael, but in America, they respected him no less. When a person's a great Talmud Chacham, then he's known in the councils, and that's all over the world. It doesn't matter if he leaves his home or he stays home, wherever he goes at Eretzisrael. If he learns without distraction, right? And now once he gets married, he can learn without he can learn with purity since he's already married. And since his wife is making sure that he's not burdened by financial worries because she does his be- our best to help him learn. 
So then he says, and that's fine when it comes to jewelry and clothing. But what about the food they will need? You know, what about that? That's a real financial obligation. Of course, she'll say, you know what, Tadik, I don't need diamonds. I don't need jewelry. I don't need gold. But what about food? If he has to make sure that there's enough food, especially if they have 10 kids, what about that? How can he concentrate on his learning? So the next person tells us she makes a cloak to sell and delivers a belt to the peddler. The Asian Sky finds ways to make money. And we see this today. So many Asian Skyles all over, all over the world. And they're very good at it, Nachum. They make money. Why? Because they want the husband to learn to go in the best and most effective way. So I call the chapter, Wife of Lakewood, Husband and Brisk. You know, it's like, in two different places. But the fact <laughs> is, but the idea is that, that, you know, the wife, all she wants in many, many marriages, and this is, by the way, more and more, and even in a world today where the wife wants the husband to, to work, many more and more we find that wives want the husband to learn as well. Even if you're not going to learn full time, she still wants him to devote significant time to learning because she understands that could make her a better husband, a yeah. better father. Her parents may not want it, but she wants it. And that's what counts, right? She wants it and she's willing to support him. She's willing uh, to put her and, money where her mouth is. And, and I'm not criticizing. Obviously, there are plenty of parents who would support it as well. And I don't mean financially. I'm talking about just in general. Uh, it's, it's well understood. Uh, I, the, the remainder of this part of our conversation will be when you visit me here in our studio so we could speak about this live and in person. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but no, because I, I think I think it's fa- a fascinating topic, by the way. Uh, but it, but um, uh, but but the insight is just incredible. I mean, the I, I understand why there's an attraction there's a uniqueness to the Zera Shimshon. There is a, 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 a very rich approach. You know what I mean? There's a, like you feel like you're, you're getting a, 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 a really solid uh, approach um, when, when, when you read his material. And I would assume it's across the board, not just on his uh, trans- It's across the board. Yeah. It is. And here it's, he does it in marriage. He, he goes through the entire Asian style, every plastic, and it's relevant. Like I said yeah, to you, amazing. it's completely relevant to what's happening right now in our lives. Rabbi Nachman Seltzer is with us. The brand new book, Zara Shimshon, Asia Schile. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Major discount, free shipping, artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio. That's the rule. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Rabbi Nachman Seltzer. All right, two more things. I mean, I could do I, I could do every Pusik with you. Literally, we could sit here all day, but we want people to buy the book, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we, we want people to buy the book. We want them to give the wives a, a, a show of our to toys. What That's do you what we th- want? And all wives should buy this for their mother-in-law. Yeah, good point. I'm telling you, men should buy it for women in their life, and women should buy it for men in their life. I'm telling you, it's for everybody. It's for everybody. It's, it's a real, it's, pers- for it's a real perspective. It's my daughter, my daughter, Baruch Hashem, became a Kala. She's you know the, the Chasana is Elo, and she's gonna, running to bring this to her mother-in-law. Yeah. No, I get it. it, it it's, it's an important, uh, it, it's really an important work for the foundation of the Jewish family. Simple as that. So men and women, pick up the book and enjoy it. Uh, two more quick things. Um, what do you think? I, I'm just curious of your opinion. Uh, what, what do you, and I don't mean it in a critical way. I'm just like, what, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear this? What do you think of the Midrash that Avraham Avinu, our father Abraham, wrote Aisha Schail for our mother Sarah? What, what do you mean? What's the question? I don't know. What do you think? Like, it, it, I mean, it, I, I'm not, I don't mean historically whether it's accurate or not. I'm not questioning a midrash. I'm just saying that it, it's a beautiful concept. They are the first Jewish couple. It would be unbelievable if that's the case of Avraham Avita wrote for I, I Sarah. I think it makes complete sense. I think that if, 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 if uh, one of the most important things in the Jewish world is marriage, like to the point where every third song is about marriage. Right. 
So then if that is, we glorify marriage. So if that's the case, well, who's the first Jewish couple is Avram and Sarah. So obviously it makes sense that who should be the author of the poem extolling the virtues of the Jewish woman, Avram Avinu. It makes so much sense. It actually is perfect. It's like perfect. Again, I don't know the in and out of it. I don't know the historical yeah, context. Just, that's why I'm just, you know, look, you were just immersed in the whole topic. So I'm just curious what comes to mind, how beautiful it is when you hear something like that. That's all. And yeah, and, and what could you tell us about the Zerah Shimshon or Rabbi Seltzer's uh, approach to Aishas Chayel Biyibza? The whole concept of, I mean, I guess if we would translate it together, it would well, be... Well, nothing. That's a huge, that's a huge piece of the beginning of the book. That's not like a little <laughs> right. piece there. But, but no, but I want to, <laughs> that's the point I'm trying to make. People need to realize just how unbelievable a question and how unbelievable an introduction that those few words are to Aishas Chayel. Well, that, I think that they're going to have to get in there because that has to do with with the open. I, I wrote in the book. If you, if you open it up to page uh, to one of the first pages, yeah, I I, I wrote over there. I dedicated the book to my wife, right? And I wrote to my wife, Eliza, and that if you go in there, it has to do with the question they used to ask the chassan. Are you happy with uh, with your with your um, you know, with your college, you feel that you did well. And you have to go into that. What does that mean? Have you merited to find a good woman? Is it a Messiah right. or is it not? Did right. you do, and, it, and it's a whole question because why are they asking the chassan this? It's already after he made the decision. Right. I understand you're asking this on the on before, but why after? Right. And you got to go, this is really the crux of, of the question facing every chassan when he makes his decision. By the way, because this is really the big decision, like probably the most important decision you're ever going to make yep. is who, are, you know, when you decide who you're marrying, yep. because for boys and for girls, it is the most important decision of your life. It right. sets the future of your life. What type of family, what type of children, what type of home, what type of life are you going to have? Supportive? Someone who stands by you as a bedrock of your home? A partner? A friend? Or you can have someone who's a, a, an opponent? And this is a real question. Must I might say and, and the really, all we, we were hoping for is that it's going to be the Aishat Chaz, going to be the, your best friend, your, your, your queen. And uh, so that's why I don't understand yeah. that. In the you got to open up the safer and look inside. And, and tonight, uh, this Friday night, tomorrow night, you know, and all, tw- and all the half a million people listening right now to Nachum Siegel buy the safer. Yep. And they sit down at the Shabbat table and they start getting into it. They'll understand what it's talking about. Miyimsa. You know, Shlomo Melch wrote, Shlomo Melch was the wisest, I mean, Shlomo Melch wrote Mishlei, and he's the wisest of all uh, people. So you got to give him a little credit over here. By the way, that's interesting, because you said Avinu wrote it, but we know Shlomo Melch wrote it in Mishlei, so no, maybe Shlomo got it from Avinu. Right, I'm saying that that's, you know, again, you have to take Midrash in, in a certain vein, but just the fact that it's said, you know, I, th- I thought it, you know, it, it's a beautiful concept. First Jewish couple, and this is, you know, how they establish their relationship with this incredible appreciation of each other, and and, and manifests in, in in these incredible words by Avram Avinu. But of course, it's a Shlomo Amel. It, it's a, it's a the, the rights are owed by Shlomo Amel. <laughs> Maybe Shlomo Amel was doing for Avram Avinu what I did for the Zerushim show. There you go. You see, I don't know which uh, I don't know which radio show he went on to be interviewed about it, but uh, but that's a very big possibility. So we we can saying, I'm sure you'll say this publicly because those of us who really have an Aisha Schile are so thankful to the one above. You would not have 40 books if not for your Aisha Schile. 
I, I, I tell this to everyone. My partner is my, my wife is my partner, my full yep. partner in every way. Yep. You know, that's what I, I, she, she is the one who takes care of the home. She's the one who, like, she's mom is my partner. Like, there's nothing to talk about. So for me, it was obvious, like, who am I going to dedicate? <laughs> it was obvious. I've been waiting to dedicate this book yeah. to her. It was and, like, to me, a special thing. And I, you know, to, to open it up and see that. Yeah. It was a surprise. And as I've said a million times, I would have none of this without my Ishes Chayil. So there's uh, something to be said. Some of us really do, thank God, uh, uh, appreciate uh, those in our lives who um, who are such important forces and are such important uh, pieces to our uh, uh, to our existence. Frankly, and primary among primary among them, our spouses. In this case, our wives. Uh, Rabbi you know, Seltz. Nachum, you know what they say? Nachum. They say like you know, celebrities. They have a very hard time. Um, on staying grounded, they they just don't. They become you know arrogant and they just lose touch with with the, with the way the world really is. But you know the Jewish celebrity, you know, he goes to a concert. Let's say he's speaking in front of twenty thousand people. He comes home and his ex house says, "Take out the garbage." <laughs> he is in touch with reality. He is a grounded man because he has an Asian style. He doesn't let him forget. He's just a regular person, and he shouldn't forget it. No question about it. Uh, whether it's garbage or any other task, <laughs> they're they're all important and they all keep help us keep a perspective. And I think you're right about that. Rabbi Nachman Seltzer, Zera Shimshon, Ashes Chayil, everybody. The safer for the stories. The schoola looking for a schoola. You may want to uh, you may want to explore this uh, selections from Safer Zera Shimshon, the classic Safer by 18th century Rover of Shimshon Chaim Nachmani. And uh, again, it's on Ashes Chayil. Go to artsworld.com. Make sure to use promo code radio artsworld.com promo code radio Rabbi. Seltzer, always a pleasure to speak with you and Mazal Tov to you and your Thank wife you so much. on this brand Thank new book. Thank you. Thank you, Rav Nachum. Always, always so much fun to be here. I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to the time where we can sit down again in person. If you remember, we met in Arkansas yes, yes. In, uh, in Tel Aviv that time. Yes. But it would be great to meet again face to face and uh, really have a L'chaim together. And as a sham, we look forward to sharing Simcha together. Amen. Thank you so much. A mazel tov on your Simcha. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank Be well. You. Rabbi Nachman Seltzer, everybody. Zerashim Shonesha Schayel. Artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. Oh, 
יגשים משאלתך שתעשה בשביל אחר והוא למענך שתיגע בכל כוכב תטפס על כל שלב שתישאר צעיר לנצח Let 
JM in the AM, David Amelach, done by Ellie Marcus. Rami Kleinstein before that with Sayil Anetzach. You heard Aishas Chayel done by Mordechai Ben David. We did that because we did the Aishas Chayel conversation with Rabbi Seltzer. Don't forget to go to artscroll.com. Use promo code, excuse me, use promo code radio. Artscroll.com. Use promo code radio. Uh, full schedule today. It is, after all, Thursday here at the Nahum Siegel Network. You know what that means? It means you uh, tune in and you never tune out. <laughs> Simple as that. You tune in and you never tune out. Uh, let's see here. Nine o'clock, Charlie Harari, just a few minutes from now, on the topic of Break the Board, discussing Parsha's Korach. 9.30, Michael Fragan with uh, Dara Horn, the author of the book, People Love Dead Jews. Jew in the City Speaks. Allison has uh, the uh, the um, director of Emory Center for Ethics discussing, are Jews a race? Is there a Jewish gene? 10.30, brand new, uh, That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach. Best-selling cookbook author Kim Kushner. The latest book is The Modern Table, Kosher Recipes for Everyday Gatherings. That's at 10.30. Thursday, live lunch with Yossi Zweig. 7 o'clock, it's the Arab Shabbos Show with Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, followed by Tani Talks Parsha with Tani Gutterman. It's all happening all day long. Malcolm Homeline tomorrow with our weekly update. And uh, Mark Zamek, uh, 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow with the Arab Shabbos Show. Uh, Naomi is brand new with Table for Two at 9 a.m. tomorrow. There's a lot going on. There's a lot happening. Make sure to just leave it here at the Nahum Siegel Network. No need to do anything else. Literally, just leave it here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Feel free to comment on the app. Be in touch with Yossi Zwag during the live lunch through the app as well. I want to thank everybody for the app comments. And a special hello to Atlanta, Georgia. By the way, listener, Danielle, I met somebody this week from the um, Grossblatt family. Do you know them? Down in Atlanta. Really nice young man. Uh, anyway, uh, Danielle says, good morning from Atlanta. Even without a full carpool, still enjoying the show on our drive to day camp. Well, I thank you for that. I thank you for that very, very much. And thanks, everybody, who's been commenting on the app. Much appreciated. And um, tomorrow, weekly update and plenty more on a Friday right here at JM and the AM. Make sure to be tuned in. Mayor Fertig Monday, Mayor Fertig Monday uh, on the 4th of July. And happy 500th to Matis. No, 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 he's not 500 years old. Matis on Sunday will present the 500th episode of JM Sunday. 490-something of them have been done live, which is unbelievable. Um, 500 JM Sundays. If you speak to Matis, see Matis, interact with Matis, wish him a very, very big mazel tov. 500 for Matis this coming Sunday on JM Sunday at the Nahum Siegel Network. How cool is that, huh? I know it's pretty cool. Achim Yisrael and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard a listener sponsored digital radio around the world of web at AchimSiegel.com on the AchimSiegel Network and of course any beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing uh, Thursday here at JM in the AM. Plenty more tomorrow. Happy Rosh Chodesh, everybody. That's right. Keep in mind that today is Rosh Chodesh. And a weekly update and more tomorrow right here at JM in the AM. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.